0: Welcome to the Expanded By podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand With Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand With Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you're here. I am coming to you from a different closet this time. I am so happy because I actually moved into a house So I am currently still in Lander, Wyoming, still having the time of my life. It is just feeling harder and harder to want to leave this place. I have so many amazing friends here. I've met so many amazing new people. The climbing is so good. It's so good. And it's still really, really hot in Leavenworth, where I still have my apartment. So I'm just procrastinating, returning a little bit longer, and it has been one of the absolute best life decisions I I've been reflecting on this a lot lately, actually, and I have never felt so free, so free to just do what I want, when I want to do it, have no commitments other than the work that I came here to do and the work that I want to get done working with clients and just really being able to surrender, go with the flow and listen to my intuition on what it is that I want to do. I fully trust that when I am ready to move on that I will, but So far, I've really been enjoying my time here and definitely enjoying having a little bit more, a little bit, well, a lot more stable of an environment with a kitchen and a shower. Yeah, those things are pretty underrated and living in the van was a blast. It was a little bit long for six weeks, but I did it. I'm proud of myself and I'm really happy to be in a more stable environment living with one of my really good friends. She is just such a blast to be around. I'm so excited to get to know her even better. She's been my climbing coach for about a year and a half and I just feel so lucky to get to spend time with her and to spend time with all of the wonderful people that I've met here in Lander. I have quite a few people here who have been my clients in the past or are currently working with me. So it's been really great to spend face-to-face time and meet in real life and just make those connections and grow those relationships even further. So today, what I want to talk about is what dating has actually taught me about running a business. Since being back in the dating game, a little bit unwillingly, but I'm open to it. I have really noticed a lot of parallels between dating and running a business. So I wanted to talk about those today. But before we dive in, some updates for you. So Synergy, I'm so excited about this. This is my self-paced 90-day brain rewiring program. This is the step-by-step program that will teach you to rewire your negative brain pathways, your limiting beliefs, to ones that actually serve you so that you can create the reality that you want. If you're not making enough money, if you don't have as many clients as you want, if you don't have the relationships that you want in your life, you don't trust yourself, you're a dick to yourself, brain rewiring is for you. So this round of synergy is actually extra special because there is a group support and accountability format. You'll get one call per month to help you keep on track with the brain rewiring rounds and get that support that you need. There will also be two group energy healing sessions as well. I'm so excited about this because you get to work through the material at your own pace and speed and have accountability and a really supportive environment to ask questions to allow yourself to be supported. This is huge. So many of us have swung so far into the hyper-independence stage that we don't even know what it feels like to let ourselves be supported, to actually open up and be vulnerable and ask for help and connect with people on a deep level. This is a container that will allow you to do so. Your entire life will improve after going through the Brain rewire process. There are so many things that you can use brain rewiring for, from growing your business to improving athletic performance to building up trust in yourself, building up confidence, finally feeling like things are happening for you. This is a big one. Stepping out of victim mindset, stepping out of feeling like everything is your fault, feeling like you're unlucky. Just imagine what your life could look like if you believed that the universe was co conspirating with you, if you felt like you were actually creating your reality instead of life just happening to you. So I'm going to put the link for more information for Synergy in the show notes. Enrollment closes very, very soon on the 31st of this month. I will not be opening another group round for quite some time, if at all. As you know, I do things on a very intuitive basis. So if it doesn't feel right for me to run another program in the same format, then I won't. I felt really called to add support to this round because I know how difficult it can be to commit to deep emotional work for 90 days so I wanted to make sure that there was some community and support around this entire process because it can be, honestly, it can be very shattering. It is a breaking down process because we actually need to break down everything that we've ever known. We need to move past our current personality in order to create a new reality, in order to create the reality that we want and that we know we can have. The way that I kind of describe it is, it's like something's missing. Like you're just kind of always frustrated or on edge, you never quite feel fulfilled. And that's because you're not actually living in alignment. You're not actually living your purpose. Brain rewiring allows you to decondition all of the limiting beliefs that we've ever been had or told feeling like we're not worthy, we're not good enough, we're not deserving, getting rid of all of that shit because it's holding you back and replacing it with unconditional self-love, unconditional self-worth, and moving forward from that place that's gonna change your entire life. So again, more information will be in the show notes where you can learn about Synergy. I've got a payment plan option, and I'm so, so excited to get started for this round. The people that I've joined already are incredible, absolutely incredible, and I cannot wait to see how their lives change. Next update is I'm actually going to be running an energy healing circle on 9 9. I've decided loosely, don't hold me to this too much, but I'm going to be doing an energy healing circle on the portal day of each month. So September 9th, so 9 9, October 10th, 10 10, November 11th, 11 11, and so on and so forth. This is a really easy way for me to concentrate and use a lot of the energy of that day of the portal. So 9 month, this is all about complete. This is all about release, letting go. I'm so, so excited to be hosting another energy healing circle. The Lionsgate Healing Circles that I hosted went so well. It was incredible, incredible the transformation that those who attended received from that session. I am so pumped to share this with you. So if you are interested in signing up for an energy healing circle, maybe you have tried energy healing before, maybe you haven't. I'll put the link in the show notes. You can learn more. Again, we're focusing on release for this one. So releasing, letting go of that shit that's holding you back. This could be people. This could be people-pleasing behaviors. This could be other self-sabotaging patterns that you are still partaking in, even though you know you shouldn't, even though you know it's hurting you. It's time to release. to let it go because we actually can't call more into our reality when we have these things blocking so, so often with clients. They have so many people plugged into them, so many energetic cords, energetic leaks, and it makes it difficult for them to move forward. We're going to cut all of those cords, release you so that you can feel fully free, fully able to actually call in and receive the things that you want. So again, more information will be in the link in the show notes. There are only eight spots available for this, first come, first serve. So if you miss out on this one. Hopefully, there will be space in the next one. Alrighty, let's talk about dating. Let's talk about dating. Okay, so dating. This is something that I definitely feel resistance to because after going through a breakup, I definitely needed a little bit of time to recalibrate, come back to myself. It's been about four-ish months. I've been dating for maybe the last month or so, and I use dating very loosely. I think for me, what I realized was I wasn't actually ready for anything very serious. I wanted to keep it light, keep it fun, keep it relatively low commitment. And as somebody who has jumped from relationship relationship to relationship long term relationship to long term relationship this is actually something that's really new for me is taking things a lot slower actually getting to know myself and actually getting to know what it is that i want and what it is that i'm ready for right now not feeling the rush this is such a big difference than the last time that i was in the dating world and coming from this energy has made everything different. Instead of thinking that, oh, you know, it's it's that scarcity mindset of like, oh, there's not enough good men. There's not enough time. I need to figure this out quickly and rushing through the process and honestly skipping a lot of steps and probably really bypassing a lot of red flags. I'm actually able to take a broader perspective, slow down, check in with myself a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, and make sure that what I'm doing is what I really want. This time around, I'm not settling. This time around, I am only going to be myself. I can only be myself. And this is one of the things that we're going to talk about because the less that we show up as ourselves, the more likely it is that we're going to call in a partner that is not actually a match for us. The more likely it is that we're going to call in people that are actually not matches for us and they're probably just going to <laughs> going to make us realize how big that frequency gap is. So being honest and standing in your authenticity is actually one of the most important things that I've been doing going into dating, really showing up as my full authentic self right off the bat. Holy shit, is that scary. I am, this is one of the things that I realized was like, oh, okay, I'm actually still adjusting myself to make other people potentially more comfortable. I mean, what I realized is, I actually have a really a lot going on for me. Like I I have a lot going for me. I've got a very successful career. I work for myself, I have a lot of flexibility. I really love rock climbing. I'm a really great friend. I'm a great family member. I have so many of these qualities that I wanna find a partner or somebody that can actually match that frequency. Um, It was really funny, actually. One of my friends here, Carly, she's at Project Direct Coaching. I've had her on the podcast twice. We made this pact with each other to, (laughs) maybe you'll appreciate this. We made this pact that we're only taking on climbing projects. So that means we're only going to be putting work Effort into the rock climbs that we're trying. We're not trying to fix any more men. We're not trying to fix any more boys. No more sad boys. No more lost boys. No more boys that don't have direction. No more tugging. No more pulling. They have to be able to stand on their own right off the bat. Because a big thing with dating and a big thing with relationships is actually allowing yourself to be in the feminine, allowing yourself to receive, especially if you are somebody that has a feminine core. I've talked a lot about masculine and feminine energy on this podcast. It has nothing to do with gender or sex and everything to do with what your natural energy type is. So for me, I'm somebody that has a feminine core. I want to be able to receive. I want to be able to feel flowy and creative and receptive and giving and caring and compassionate, all of these things, and have the masculine be able to provide the grounding, the stability, the logic, and the structure so that I can just exist in my natural state. So going into dating with that mindset and showing up as my full authentic self, if I am, quote, too much or too intense for somebody right off the bat— Great. That actually gives me a lot of information and I can work with that and I can actually move on a lot more quickly. So, for me, when I realized that, okay, I'm actually maybe not ready for something really serious, I wanted to make sure that I was taking time to fully move through the healing process from this breakup. It again has been about four months and there have been so many ups and downs, so many ups and downs. There are days where I'm like, I'm great, I'm over it, I feel awesome. And then, I mean, honestly, let's, let's. Be very honest within the next hour, I'm like, I'm so sad. I'm so sad about it. And that's how it is. That's how the healing process looks. It is not logical. It is not linear. It actually makes no fucking sense. Sometimes you feel like you make a step back or forwards and then you go three steps back and you're like, wait, how did I backslide? Like, when am I just going to be over this? And that's the key. That is really the key. You just need to be okay with the process. You're at where you're at. There's no point. There's no sense in rushing it. There are so many times in the past where I have rushed it, and I've tried to bypass those emotions. And I think for me, this is why I'm having such a hard time moving on from this breakup is because this is the first time I've ever actually allowed myself to feel the feelings. And this is what, let's say, oh gosh, it's probably 15 years worth of breakups that are coming up in this one instance. You know, my high school boyfriends, college boyfriends, I haven't processed any of that shit. I've just moved from person to person and totally thinking that all that was fine. And I've said this before with brain rewiring, but one of my big things was thinking that everything was everybody else's fault. So actually taking a lot more personal responsibility and realizing, oh shit, there are a lot of things that I need to be working on. There are a lot of patterns and habits that I need to change. I definitely need to work on my communication skills. After realizing that, that was such a big game changer. So making sure that I'm going forward into whatever relationship that I get into with that foundation instead has been huge. That has been such a game changer. So let's dive into, I want to share eight things actually that I have learned from dating and these are going to be parallels to running a business. So the first one is actually about authenticity. So I was going to write at first in my notes for this episode that authenticity is king and I was like, no, we're channeling queen energy going forward. Queen and goddess vibes only. Authenticity is queen. It is queen. When you show up as 100% of yourself, full, raw, open, vulnerable, all the stuff, all the stuff, you are going to attract in somebody or people that match you at that frequency. But if you're only showing up as about 75% of yourself, what can you expect to call in? If everything is energy and like attracts like... Similar frequencies can only attract similar frequencies. You've got to show up as yourself. And in order to do that, though, you actually need to know yourself on a very deep level. This is one of the reasons that I'm so thankful for brain rewiring is it actually allows me to go into those deep, dark, dusty corners of my mind. Like, there are cobwebs over there because I've tried to shove these thoughts, these qualities about myself that I don't like into and under the rug for, I don't know, 15, 20, 25 years all of our subconscious thought patterns and beliefs are formed either before or right around the age of eight. And if we don't actually make a point to go back in and to uncover those and start to really realize, why do I think the way that I do? Who, who am I? Who do I want to be? What are these thoughts? What are these patterns that are creating the behaviors, the words that I speak? And are they serving me? Are those things that I actually want to have in my reality? Or do I want my reality to look different? So the more that you know yourself, the deeper that you know yourself, the more you can show up authentically. You can only meet other people as far as you have met yourself. This is why we need to be doing the deep work, asking ourselves, why was I so reactive to that? Why was I so triggered? Why was my response that way? Why am I not acting out of love and compassion? How do I feel about myself? What do I believe I deserve? Do I believe that I deserve love? Do I believe that I deserve to be happy? Do I believe I am deserving of unconditional love? Do I even know what unconditional love looks or feels like? These are super important questions. Once you start digging around and asking yourself the answers to these questions, that's when you're going to start to realize, oh shit, oh shit. All of my relationships could have looked so much different if I had been operating out of these principles instead. If I know at my core I'm, I'm worthy and deserving of unconditional love, we're going to settle for a lot less. We're going to tolerate a lot less. We're going to be a lot more prone to moving on when we know things aren't in alignment. So many of us hold on for so long. We hold on for so long. We are loyal to a fault, loyal to a detriment to people. That aren't in alignment for us, people that are not matching the level of effort that we're putting out, people that frankly don't deserve that level of effort. And I'm not saying that they're a bad person. I'm just saying you need to find somebody that's a frequency match for you. We hold on because it's scarcity mindset. Again, we're too afraid that we're not going to find something different. We don't trust that if it's not this, it's something better, which it always is. But the ego, the brain likes to tell you that it's this or nothing, that there's nobody out there that's going to love you. And that's just frankly not true. It's just not true. But we forget. We get scared. We hold on. We start to betray ourselves. We start to betray everything that we stood for. And we hold on because we want to make it work. When you show up as yourself, the frequency gaps are so clear. I've been doing this on dates where, I mean, essentially my motto is like, this is who I am. If you don't like it, that's okay. And I'm going to move on. And that's actually great information for me to know. No more hiding, no more adjusting, because the thing with that is the tone that you set at the beginning of the relationship, whatever it is, even if it's a friendship, the tone that you set at the beginning That's going to change the entire course and the entire flow of the relationship. So you might as well show up as yourself right off the bat. Right off the bat. Let people see you. It is safe to be seen. It is safe to be loved. And it is safe to be visible. It is safe. Once you start trusting that, it's a lot easier to show up as yourself. So authenticity, that is queen. That is absolutely queen. Number two is you better get clear on what you want. This is honesty. Getting honest with yourself, what your values are, what you will and won't tolerate, what you're looking for in a partner, what you want out of your life, and making sure that you are anchored into those things so you are not adjusting yourself to other people and to what other people want so that you get to the end of your life and you're like, oh, fuck, I actually didn't accomplish or achieve any of the things that I wanted to because I was so busy worrying about if this other person was happy instead of focusing on my own happiness. The right person for you or the right people for you will share these same desires. They will share these same values. But you need to be willing to be honest enough with yourself first to step into those, This is actually something that I've been talking about a lot lately with my clients is we have to have the courage to be honest with ourselves to actually start to align our life with what we want it to look like. Naturally, by doing that, you will then start to make decisions. You will then start to meet people that create that reality that you want. But if you aren't willing to do that, you're going to keep settling You're going to keep running into roadblocks. That's the universe trying to course correct you and it will not be comfortable. Like I've said before, you can either jump or get pushed. And it's not always easy to be honest with yourself. Our ego tells us that if you're honest with yourself, if you know the answer to something, if you face the truth, you're going to have to do something about it right away. And that's not true. We don't need to take action right away. We do, however, have to be willing to face the truth and to sit in that honesty. And again, naturally, we'll start to make different decisions. The universe will start to put different opportunities and people in our path because we had the courage to be honest. I really do like this quote. At first, the truth will piss you off and then it will set you free. (laughs) It is really such a good one. And it's so true. Facing the truth isn't always easy. Once you know it, you can't unknow it. I think sometimes a lot of us wish to be a little bit ignorant. Not really, but sometimes we feel like it's easier. Because once you know the truth, once you know that partner isn't actually a match for you, oh shit, does that mean you need to break things off? Does that mean that you need to uphaul your entire life? Get divorced, move out, have a conversation, whatever it is. Your ego tells you that you can't handle it, that you can't do it, that it's too much, it's too big, it's too scary. It's not true. You can handle it. You are not given more than you can handle. I really, truly believe that if more of us were willing to just sit in the truth, we'd start to realize what it is that we really wanted, and then we get to show up that way. For me, this honesty piece has been a lot around What do I want my life to look like in terms of getting married potentially or having kids, traveling, the level of freedom that I want? What's really important to me? What big life experiences do I want to have? And then making sure that I am upfront about those things. Because it would actually really suck to get in, you know, a year into a relationship with somebody and realize, holy shit, we want different things, which is exactly what happened with my last relationship. So making sure that I am clear on what I want, what I need, and moving forward from that place. I have been in Wyoming for exactly one month now. And one of the favorite crags that I've been climbing at is an afternoon crag, meaning that we are starting our sessions around 3 or 4 p.m. Usually that's when I like to start winding down and stop doing things with my day and I found myself initially trying to drink cold brew or more caffeine to keep myself energized, alert, and snappy feeling for our climbing sessions, but then I had a really hard time sleeping after because caffeine has a half-life of 12 hours. I remembered that I had brought my favorite Organify red juice packets and immediately switched over to red juice and I have been so happy, so happy that I did that because I no longer have any trouble sleeping. Sleep has definitely been high on the list of priorities for me in the last probably 4 or 5 months. I have been going to bed around 10 and waking up at 5, which is just a little bit too early for my liking, so anything that disrupts that sleep even further is a no-no so the caffeine had to go with the red juice i have a pick-me-up a boost of energy that is totally caffeine free and it also has tons of superfoods included things like red beet for vitamins and minerals rhodiola for stress management cordyceps mushrooms for a natural energy boost reishi mushrooms to help support energy levels and longevity and so many other amazing ingredients. I love that this comes in just a cute little travel pack so I can bring it with me and have it on the go. I just put one of these packets in my 16 ounce water bottle, a little bit of ice from my cooler, because let's face it, I'm a little bit bougie and having something cold to drink while I'm climbing is just the best thing ever. I am so happy that I packed this for myself so that I can crush at the crag and still get a good night's sleep afterwards, while also knowing that I am putting a ton of superfoods in my body. If you're finding that you also need some energy around 3 or 4 p.m. and you want to try out Organifi's products, you can use code EXPAND, E-X-P-A-N-D, at checkout for 15% off. All you have to do is go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com and choose the Red Juice Travel Packets. I mean, I really love all of Organifi's products. I am certainly, (laughs) certainly not choosy or picky when it comes to Organifi. I think, that they do an incredible job. Their Harmony is another one of my all-time favorite products. And then their green juice as well. Green juice with either nut milk or raw milk is absolutely to die for. Make it ahead of time. Make it the night before. Put it in the fridge so it's extra cold and drink it first thing in the morning. You will thank yourself. Again, you can use code EXPAND at checkout for 15% off. Tag me and tag Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, on Instagram and Let us know what you got. Number three, confidence is necessary. Wow. Okay. Think about going on a first date and how fucking nervous you are, like how many butterflies are flying around. I've been on a couple first dates recently and. The level that my heart is pounding out of my chest, I swear to God, people can hear it. Like it is, I'm like, holy shit, I haven't been this nervous. I can't, I cannot even remember the last time I was that nervous. It was probably one of the first times that I hosted a live event inside my business. And this is where all of these parallels are coming in too, right? Like in order to have a successful business, you need to be able to show up authentically. Because people can feel that frequency gap. They can feel when you're not being yourself, when you're not being vulnerable, when there's something, they just can't put their finger on it, but they don't trust you. And if somebody doesn't trust you, they're never gonna buy from you. If you don't know what you want inside your business, you don't know your mission statement, you don't know what you stand for, again, gonna be really hard and really difficult to get people to work with you. If you're not confident and don't put yourself out there, good luck having people find you good luck actually becoming visible in a way that allows people to know you are open energetically to taking on clients. You know what's really scary is looking back a year from now and seeing that you're in the same exact spot. The only way that you can build confidence is through courage, is in those small moments where you say, you know what? I am gonna speak up for myself. I am gonna stand in my authenticity. I am going to be honest with this person. I am going to be vulnerable. I'm gonna be transparent. I'm gonna learn how to communicate better. I'm gonna be more direct. I'm gonna ask for what I want. All of these little moments, that's what builds confidence. It does take a lot of confidence to run a successful business, but I really don't believe that everybody is born with confidence I believe you develop it I believe it's a process again it happens in those small moments and we can all develop that skill set I just decided honestly a couple of months ago I'm like I'm a really confident person and I just started saying that to myself it's an affirmation now I am confident and that allows me to actually embody a confident person So I know that putting yourself out there and meeting new people and being visible inside your business is really scary, but you can't not do it. You can't not do it. Your soul came here to grow, to evolve, not to stay stuck and stagnant. You are whole. You are perfect as you are, but you also have a desire to grow. You also have a desire to evolve. This is growth mindset right there. Continually putting yourself in situations that are uncomfortable situations that require more from you. If you can go to bed every single night and give yourself a gold star for getting uncomfortable, taking messy action, whether that's in dating or in your business, you are succeeding at life. That's the only requirement is that we get uncomfortable. I know a lot of us, we want stability. We think we want the stagnancy. We we think we want something that we can predict, that we can control. I swear to you, life would be no fun with that. There have been many times in your life, I'm sure, where things have just felt a little too peaceful, where you're kind of wondering, is the other shoe going to drop? Should I start to introduce some chaos in here? Because that's kind of the only thing I know. We actually do need the contrast. We need to have the ups and the downs, the negative feelings in order to appreciate the calm. We need to have the catalyst and the stimulus for the growth. Because otherwise, we're going to get, again, to the end of our life and be like, wow, what did I even do with my life? (laughs) I never put myself out there. I never even tried. Living with regret is not an option. So you need a lot of confidence. And I will say that those first dates went really well because I was just like, you know what? I am a confident person. I act how a confident person acts. And so it is. And my heart just beat through my chest for the entire, like, first 30 minutes, and then I was fine, and I didn't die, even though my ego told me I was going to die. And that's the thing is, like, your ego is really dramatic. It's so dramatic because back in the day, way back in the day, you know, when there were herds and we had communities, our ego was the thing protecting us, telling us that if we acted in a certain way, I mean, and this is, this is shadow work 101, if you have qualities and traits that are not accepted by the tribe, you're going to get kicked out and you're going to die, Because the only way that you can survive is in the safety of this community, of this tribe, of this herd. And that's still what's happening to this day is your ego is telling you that if you act a certain way that's not acceptable, if you act a certain way that other people are going to reject, you're going to get kicked out and you're going to die. No wonder it feels so scary. But it's your job now, and this is where things like inner child healing come in, to tell yourself that you are safe. You are safe to be seen. You are safe to be authentic. You are safe to be yourself. And it's safe to show up who you are and as you are. Okay, number four is you can always get better at communicating. Always. <laughs> this is this is a big lesson for me. I thought I was a pretty direct person, and I definitely am. But I realized that because I wasn't actually operating out of my own truth, out of my own honesty beforehand, I didn't know what I wanted. I just kind of went along with what other people wanted. There's a whole new level of communication that opens up when you realize, holy shit, this is what I want out of life. And being able to communicate that to other people, moving through the fear of telling people, asking people for what you want and what you need. And also being okay with the answer, being unattached to the outcome. If that person can't give me that, that's okay. Because again, if it's not this, it's something better. Always. It's the same thing in your business. You can always get better at communicating. More clarity, More directness, more compassion, more understanding. Really getting to know where people are coming from, their own individual trauma, how to speak to that. There's always room for better communication skills. Learning how to ask better questions, learning how to listen. (laughs) That's a big one. (laughs) That's a really big one. I mean, when I coach, my job is to ask the questions that the clients haven't asked themselves and to get them to start to verbalize what it is that they're feeling, what it is that is either feeling wrong, what it is that's bothering them. That's my job as the coach. I also think it's really important inside a relationship to be very curious about the other person, to learn as much as you can, and to also make sure that inside A relationship that it's being reciprocated. Are they as interested in you as you are in them, or is it more one sided? Are you constantly listening? Are you constantly the one checking in and asking questions? Or is that being reciprocated? Are you asking for what you want and what you need? Or are you leaving it wishy washy, not actually saying how you feel, not making it clear to the other person where they stand, what you want? I think it's really fun to have these flirty vibes with people, but I don't want to make people guess where they stand in my life. That isn't fun to me because I don't want to be treated that way. I want to let somebody know, hey, I had a really good time. I'd love to see you again. That to me is clear communication. Clear is kind. Clear is kind. And it works the other way too. If you did not enjoy hanging out with somebody, Being able to voice that instead of going along with it because you don't want to hurt their feelings. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you've gone a couple of months and you're like, yeah, this still isn't working for me. And then you've invested more time, more energy that other person has invested more time and energy. And really you're just prolonging the hurt because you weren't able to speak up for yourself. You weren't able to speak honestly. It's ripping off the band aid. It's just doing it but also doing it in a clear and kind and compassionate way, right? Like when you get to know yourself on a very deep level, it's not about the other person. It's about you. It's about what you want and what you need. Being able to communicate that clearly and express to the other person while still caring about them that they're a good person, that this just isn't a match, A lot of the times as business owners, we think we're being really clear in our marketing because we spend a lot of time in our own heads and it makes sense to us, but there's still a lot of disconnect with our audience and potential customers. So I think that just practicing and getting really good at expressing what it is that you want, what it is that you're offering, your own values, and using discernment with who gets your vulnerability. If you haven't yet listened to my podcast episode all about getting better at being vulnerable, this was one of my favorite podcast episodes that I've ever recorded to date. And I use the analogy of vulnerability as a glass ball. Not everybody is going to know how to handle your vulnerability slash glass. Ball. So I think it's really worth choosing and being selective with who you share things with. This is all about energy. It's all about the frequency of the other person, leaning into your own intuition, trusting if this person gets to take that next step with you, or if it's better just staying a little bit more surface level, shallow. Personally, I don't like to keep a lot of people around me on a surface level. I tend to prefer having fewer, deeper connections. That feels a lot more fulfilling to me, and that's just what I tend to prefer. So when it comes to dating, then feeling into different people, their energy, their capacity, their emotional availability, and seeing not only where they're at, but where I'm at on that spectrum as well. Okay, number five. So, the more you allow yourself to be in the feminine, the more that you'll receive. So, for me, what this really means is because I have a feminine core, again, nothing to do with sex or gender, I am just somebody that does better in a more natural flow state, somebody that is creative. And this isn't to say that we don't all have these qualities. Even if you are somebody with a masculine core, you still do have these feminine qualities as well. It's just where naturally, you tend to fall on the spectrum. And this is before all the conditioning that you received after the age of eight. This was before essentially the world told you that you had to be productive 24-7. So I think that for me, why this is so important is because Going through brain rewiring, and one of my biggest affirmations for brain rewiring is the less I work, the more I make. Believing at my core that I am worthy and deserving of being successful without having to do more. This is forcing me into the feminine. This is forcing me to do less, to stop pushing, to stop being productive, to stop just producing for the sake of producing. I mean, it's also... This is related to polarity inside relationships. So with polarity, we have masculine and feminine. If both people are in their masculine, which if you are, especially if you are a female business owner, you probably are in your masculine a lot. You are running a business. You're an executive. You're making decisions. You're using your logical thinking brain. How often do you actually give yourself the chance to come back to your natural feminine core and allow yourself to be supported, allowing yourself to receive all day. I mean, especially if you're a service provider, you're giving, giving, giving. Most of the time when I'm coaching, when I'm working, I'm in the masculine. So I need to come back into balance. And for me, having a partner that is in their masculine, mostly, not all of the time, that is in their masculine will allow me a safe space to land and a safe space for me to come into my feminine and start to practice receiving more. So it's really important that you're making sure that you're checking, okay, I've spent, you know, 70% of my day working or 70% of my day in the masculine. What are the activities that I can do that allow me to come back to the feminine? These could be anything to do with your senses. So sight, smell, sound, taste, and touch. That could be taking a bath with some bath salts. That could be eating a piece of chocolate. That could be laying on a fuzzy rug, petting an animal, grounding, anything that brings you back into your body and allows you to get out of your thinking brain. This is so important. This is so important, not only inside your business, because if you are constantly giving, it's going to be really difficult to receive. I know I've used this analogy before, but what I really think of here is this fire hydrant that you've like opened up the lever and you're just like spraying out, 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 and nothing can actually get in. It's super important that you actually slow down. This is how you receive what you've been working so hard for. This is how you actually bring things in. And with relationships, if you're constantly in your masculine energy, and you're somebody that has a feminine core, you're probably not allowing your partner to step into that supportive grounding role, especially if they are somebody with a masculine core. Number six, remaining unattached to the outcome. Oh boy. Oh boy. So getting into dating and just realizing more and more what I do and what I don't want and then trusting the universe with the rest of it. If not this, something better, always. If not this, something better is coming. And being able to trust in that really has helped me to not attach meaning to things that don't necessarily have meaning. I think sometimes we get really excited about different people or synchronicities or opportunities, and we kind of think that, oh, it's just meant to be. And sometimes it is, absolutely. But and we start to put a little bit more of our trust in the universe and starting to see, you know what, and just trusting that, like, whatever happens, happens. It's the exact same thing when you're running a business and you go for a launch. And it's not taking things personally. It's not saying, oh, this person didn't sign up because they actually don't like me. It's just saying maybe it wasn't the right time for them. Maybe it wasn't the right price point. It wasn't the right support level, whatever it was. And taking yourself out of the equation a little bit, not taking things so personally, if we're not attached to the outcome, then that's going to change the way that we interact. It's going to change the way that we behave. I'm not saying be detached from taking any action. I'm not saying be completely passive. That's definitely not going to get you anywhere. A big piece of manifestation and bringing things in is taking inspired and aligned action. And the only way that we can do that is if we start to listen to our intuition and the signs and the signals that the universe is giving us. But it's also not putting everything and not putting all of the meaning with that. Not saying that this has to work out or else. Not saying that, oh, it must be this or it's nothing. It's saying, you know what, I trust that if this thing is truly meant for me, it's going to come back around or it's going to work out. Or maybe it's going to not work out, but it's going to actually be in my favor. It's trust, it's surrender. I mean, this is feminine energy as well. It's going with the flow, it's releasing control. And no, it's not easy, but yes, it is necessary. Number seven, this is a good one. We will be mirrored back to us what we need to heal still. Okay, relationships, dating, triggering, triggering AF, running a business, super triggering. All of the shit you've tried to sweep under the rug, it will come back up and maybe lovingly, maybe not so lovingly, bite you in the ass. All of those times that you struggled with your money mindset, all of those times that you struggled with scarcity and lack, surrounding, am I going to be loved? Am I going to be accepted, worthy? That all shows up. It all shows up when you start to run a business. It's all going to show up when you start dating. So if you can actually just start to work on those things, we are all on a healing journey. Some of us put a little bit more time and attention, focus into it than others do, but we are all on the journey. There's no end. There's no finish line because we're always having things happen that will cause us to go back to the healing. And sometimes we take, again, a couple of steps forward, a couple of steps back, But when we meet new people, especially when we're dating, there's going to be things that happen that will trigger you from your past relationships. Maybe it's a look. Maybe it's something that somebody said. A lot of the times we can actually only heal through relationships. We can do a lot of healing solo, but we are communal people. We are community oriented. We are meant to be together with other people. So at a certain point in time, we have to make the decision to reintegrate back into into the people. I want to be where the people are. It's kind of just like Ariel. Sometimes it takes a little bit to want to get to that place, but the whole point of life isn't to just move through untriggered. It's not to just move through with nothing happening to cause growth or change. We need those catalysts. We actually need the contrast. And the deeper and the more that you've met yourself and the deeper, the lowest lows that you've gone to will also create capacity for you to reach the highest highs. So when we are interacting with people, and especially if you're a business owner, if you're working with people, you go through things in order to help other people go through them. You go through things as a coach, as a service provider, so that you can help support other people when they go through them. I know for me, I've gone through many, many issues with my money mindset, with being and having a lot of haters on the internet. And then my clients will come to me and be like, wow, I'm really struggling with this. And I'm like, I can actually help you because I have a lot of personal experience around that. So the people that we're meeting and attracting in, they will always be a mirror for where we're at. It will always be a mirror for what healing still needs to be done. And it's a good thing. We create our reality so that we can get to know ourselves better. We create every single thing that we call into our reality so that we can know ourselves. All right, number eight. This is the last one. If you say you want something, you also need to be energetically open to it. So what I thought I wanted, (laughs) re-dating. was somebody that was just very ready to get into a relationship, somebody that really wanted to take things to the next level. Turns out I called that in really quickly, probably too quickly. (laughs) Hey, manifesting. (laughs) Called that in and was really triggered, was actually really triggered when that came in. I was like, holy shit, I'm not actually ready for this. I called this person in who's energetically, emotionally available, and I'm actually the one that's not there yet. So it really taught me a lot. It taught me to take a step back and to get clear on what is it that I want and am I open to it? If I called this in tomorrow, would I be ready? A lot of the times that's the reason we don't call things in. I mean, think about in your business, there's probably a reason that you haven't been making more money because you aren't actually ready for it. You're worried about how would my life actually change? Are people going to judge me? Is my family going to treat me differently? What are people going to think about me? we're not actually always ready for the things that we think we want. So it's worth examining and asking ourselves, okay, I say I want this thing, but truly if I, if it was on my doorstep tomorrow, how would I feel? Would I be ready for it? Would I welcome it with open arms? I mean, this could be business opportunities, this could be people, but working through those blocks is super super important because We have to get honest with ourselves. Am I actually ready for this or am I not? Do I need to do some more work first? What do I want that to look like? Maybe I called this thing in and I thought that I wanted it, but maybe I actually don't. Maybe I actually want something different instead, and I had to call this in first in order to learn that. Nothing is ever wasted. No effort, no opportunity, no experience is ever wasted because we're constantly learning what we do and don't want from it. So... Dating has really taught me a lot (laughs) about running a business. There's a lot of parallels here. Big takeaways, though, authenticity and confidence. You've got to have the courage to be yourself. You truly do. I mean, both in business and in dating. Stepping into who you are will always attract and call in the type of person that you want to work with or that you want to date The farther away that we are from ourselves, the farther away from a match we're going to call in. So I hope that you loved this episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this, please consider leaving a rating and a review on iTunes. All you have to do is go to the iTunes app. It just takes a couple of moments. It helps other people find the show as well. If you found this helpful and want to send it to a friend, I would really appreciate it. It helps me grow the show. It helps other people find out what we're doing over here talking all things business growth energetics having a little bit of fun mixing it up thank you so so much for being here and I will talk to you next episode